The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Like the JBuds Mini, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. Fits on your keychain. Perfect for on the go. They come in five amazing colors. Or the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, are sweatproof, and have be aware mode that allow you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. With over 44 hours of playtime, they help you conquer the hardest workouts. Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts at eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want, it's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The volume. Hey, you. Listen up. The NFL season is rolling right along, and DraftKings, as an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is bringing you all the action and all the best deals. Look me in the eye. If you somehow have not signed up for DraftKings yet, well, I got a great deal for you. Download the app. Use the promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B, and when you bet $5 on any NFL game, you get $200 in bonus bets instantly, which you can then go play with. But T-Bob, I love snaps. I love you, and I've already signed up. Well, guess what? DraftKings is taking care of all their customers throughout spooky season as you get game day sweeteners the entire month of October. So whether you're new, whether you've been around here for a while, DraftKings is the most fun place to play. It's taking care of you. Again, if you're signing up for the first time, promo code TBOB, $5 NFL bet, nets you $200 in bonus bets instantly. So let's have some fun! Watching the games this spooky season, DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner, Gold Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 or older, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps. Now, again, live on YouTube each and every day. Looking forward to mm. that. So excited to be here. T-Bob, Abe, Aaron, Aaron Murray hanging out with you. Aaron, what's up, man? How you feeling today? I am loving your jacket, T-Bob. 
What a jacket. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. This wow. is a look at the back. Wow. Ooh, this is it. Finally got cold enough to rock the bomber. Big balls to walk around with a bright purple jacket. I mean, big cojones. Not here. I mean, I feel That's you, like true. maybe in general life, but not here, yeah. not in Los Angeles. It kind of yeah. looks like a Lakers jacket to play there as well. True, 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 true. Um, yeah, shout out to Homefield. You know, I, I well, ah, I shouldn't give any free shout outs, but whatever. They sponsor yeah, whiskey wine. So they send me a bunch of stuff. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, yes, I do have big balls, actually, from <laughs> uh, which you would know because in a very ill advised move, I uh, sent uh, my recently a picture of my recently snip balls to the chat uh, to our group text when I got a vasectomy. You know, you know, probably not realizing just for me, like. Mm. Workplace standpoint, you should not send a picture of your testicles to the um Yeah, you should not send a picture of your testicles to the to the work group chat. Like, let's just be clear. That is my stance. I understand that now, and that is a firm and hard rule, and I'm never gonna do it again. So so there's two things. If if T Bob and I are not around next next football season, it's because of either that picture or two. We did not get enough likes on this video today, so uh, yes, don't be the yes. reason. So hit hit the thumbs up button. Uh, chat says, sir, please, no more T-Bob ball talk. Uh, fair. I'll also promise you no more Kentucky-Georgia talk, okay? I feel bad. No I thought more. about that a lot yesterday. We really beat that thing into the ground. I apologize. Um, yeah, there's John. Okay, yeah, no, no, we will not. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Um, please subscribe if you like the show. Please like and subscribe. It's a great way to help us. The road to 7,000 continues on today's show. Uh, we're going to discuss Brock Bowers. Is he a legitimate Heisman candidate? Got a lot of thoughts there. We'll get to Mario Cristobal. And uh, is there any coming back from the debacle that was Miami blowing mm. it last week? And now they got to go to Chapel Hill and take on UNC this weekend. Oh, mm. boy. Mm. Uh, we'll get into the college football purgatory. That is being a Texas A&M Aggie fan. Uh, Aaron, I didn't show you this because I'm going to have you react live to it, but Pro Football Focus released their top 10 uh, highest graded quarterbacks of the season thus far, and it is a deeply interesting list mm -hmm. from a number of different angles. And then uh, we'll have Aaron Taylor on. That's right. Um, yeah, you, you did, dumbass. You, you texted it to the group, so... Well, it looks like I'm just sending everything to the group, okay? Quarterback lists and testicular picks. What can I say? I just love sharing information with my friends. Uh, so you've seen the list then? I, have to, I, I commented back in the group chat about the list. Look, I send messages. I don't fucking check him, okay? Let's see how many unchecked. I have 467 unchecked texts right now. I don't fuck with texts. There's too much of it. I, I in fact, hate modern-day communication. I fucking loathe it. Let's see, 590 voicemails, 14,800 oh emails. For, I hate them all. I hate them all. 43 calendar alerts. Like, what is going on? You're so assaulting me that with shit. Stress. That constantly self. It does stress me out. Because I feel like I'm constantly being bombarded with people talking to me. All I want to do is talk about college football with the snaps homies, with Jake in the morning, with AJ in the afternoon, and then I just want to be left in peace to enjoy my family and maybe sneak in a little Baldur's Grade 3 here or there. Okay? Okay, that's all I want. That's all, right, all I want. Let's the ball. Um, so let's talk some football. YouTube.com slash app volume snaps. If you're going to get involved. We are live on YouTube. If you're listening on podcasts, you're going to come hang out. Noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Thursday. We out here, man.
Uh, let's talk Brock Bowers. And again, I think Georgia's awesome. Mm -hmm. I think Georgia, I understand, and they should be the number one team in the AP poll. Um, they have as good a chance of winning a national championship as anyone. And so the question becomes, do they have a legit Heisman candidate? And Ooh. some lists have Carson Beck popping up there. But if I'm looking at this UJ Bulldog team and I'm thinking who the most legit candidate is, I, I think it's got to be Brock Bowers. Because look, yeah. if you're going to win a Heisman and not be a quarterback, you have to be an outlier. Like Carson Beck's playing great. But there's a lot of great quarterbacks in college football this year, right? There is not another tight end in the country that can hold Brock Bowers' jock right now. And 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 that's what I thought. So I was like, okay, let's look it up. Well, right mm -hmm. now, Brock Bowers, 19th in the country at 90 yards receiving a game. That's any position, right? Mm -hmm. so he has all wide receivers before him. You have to go all the way down from 19 to 94 to find Emeka Abuka from Ohio State at 60 yards mm. a game. So clearly outperforming every peer in the country by a margin of about, uh, well, 50%, wow. 90 to 60, like 50% like additional production of what Abuka is getting you. It's not even close. Brock Bowers is that outlier. If Georgia wins the SEC, makes the runs in that, Brock Bowers <laughs> will and absolutely should end up in New York City. I'm with you. He, he is he's the most dynamic player in college football. He's the best matchup nightmare. And, and I know there's a lot of Ohio, Ohio State fans who say, no, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best guy. Like, yeah, I love Marvin Harrison Jr. He's an absolute freak. Go back and watch the game last week. He's just get him the ball any way you can. What Brock Bowers can do to a defense schematically because of his position, because of his ability not only to line up in unique positions, put his hand on the dirt, force a team to decide, do you want to go base? Do you want to go nickel? Do you want to, whatever you want to do, like there's just so much more stress put on a defense when you have a tight end as athletic as Brock Bowers. And on top of that, is as willing to block in the trenches as, as Brock is as well. So, man, you look at his stats the past few weeks and you brought up a good point about Carson. Like I was joking last night, I got home like at 1230 for my game. Uh, I saw a, a, a tweet from CBS Sports and my boy Rick Neuheisel had Carson as his top three guy for the mm. midseason when it comes to of the Heisman course. race. Of course. The more Carson continues to play like I have told you he could play, the mm -hmm. more Brock's numbers are going to go through the roof and the more Brock is going to demonstrate why he should be in New York. Like, listen, like Carson's best three games have been the last three games. Yes. Look at Brock Bowers' last three games. Nine receptions, 121 yards versus UAB, two touchdowns. Auburn, eight receptions, 157 yards, a touchdown. Kentucky, seven catches, 132 yards, and a touchdown. The more confidence Carson gets, the more Brock is going to get stupid numbers. And then you ask, well, defenses are just going to stop Brock Bowers. That's going to be the problem. Brock's going to have games where defenses just shut him down because they're going to double team him, whatever. And and I think that's easy, easier said than done, first off, because he's that talented. And then two, the nucleus of receivers right now on Georgia is going to make it very difficult, especially with how well Carson's playing and how well Carson's dealing. Like they had like 12 plus guys have catches the other night. You can't just focus on him because those other guys can beat you. So between Carson playing well, the receivers playing extremely well, uh, it's still a great offensive line. I, I think he's going to continue to eat, man. He's going to put up stupid numbers all year. So I'm with you. He, he, he needs to be in New York when it's all said and done. You hit the nail on the head in terms of his production going like that 90 is going to go up to probably 100 yards a game the more they trust Beck. Yep. 
Um, I think that Blake Duger hit the nail on the head saying Aaron looks like great value Matt LaFleur. Holy shit, you really do look like Matt LaFleur from Green Bay. You don't think so? I see you I see you uh mm, no um moving your eyebrows. Okay. Well I I mean I don't know, problem. Maybe if you could like put the other side by side or something. I I I think he absolutely does. Um The beard? Is it the beard? And kind of the facial shape. If if Matt Lafleur looks like how I'm remembering Matt Lafleur look, yes, and it is the kind of beard that's not a beard but is a beard uh, that you have going on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. See, look, Greg Long. Oh, wow, yes, he does. Um, no, that's not bad. Do Matt Lafleur's yeah. in a coat? Uh, I I think I think so. I, I mentioned too. Like it's funny because Carson Beck is playing awesome right now and yeah. better and better, better every week. You see, he, he's like like Aaron said. Here's the boxes that Carson Beck had to check in year number one, and it's a pathway if you look at the schedule. Uh, the first was win the starting job. Okay, he does that. Uh, the second box is can you go on the road and win in a hostile environment? He does that, and he does it in comeback fashion You know, at Auburn. That's impressive. Um, the next was, okay, if it's a big game and we put it on you, can you carry the team to victory? He did that against Kentucky. They empowered him, and he rewarded them. So he has checked all the boxes. He's going to continue to get better. Um, and then the, the ultimate boxes that will determine his legend will be, you know, playoff and national championships because that's what Georgia now judges themselves by. But but Carson Beck's awesome. He's going to continue to get better. But I just find Brock Bowers because again, the champ Georgia is most likely going to be in the playoff, meaning they will almost assuredly have a player in New York. To me, no matter how good Carson Beck plays, Brock Bowers is the infinitely more interesting narrative mm -hmm. here, right? Like, again, I think Beck gets lost in the madness of Caleb Williams, Penix Jr., Jaden Daniels. Uh, I would have said Cam Ward. Maybe he's on a Bo Nix. Like, like, there's so many great quarterbacks. Uh, J.J. McCarthy is going to be talked about because of his improvement and Michigan will probably be there as well. So yeah, I, I, I think, I think, I think Bowers, I don't know if he wins it because it's still such a quarterback award, mm -hmm. but I think that Bowers is almost a lock to make a trip to New York. And I think it helps to, I think I said this a week ago, maybe on the show, but the, the fact that there really isn't a lot of, uh, I would say dominant SEC football players this year. There isn't like it's, 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 we all know it. Like it's been a down year for this league. The best player right now is your boy Jaden Daniels. Like Jaden deserves to be there. Jaden, as of yeah. right now, if 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 I had a vote in 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 for the Heisman, which hey Heisman voters out there, give me a damn vote. Um, I would probably put him in my top three, no doubt about it. Like what he means to that football team. Like if LSU didn't have Jaden Daniels, and I like Garrett Nussmeyer, but that that team may have a losing record at the moment if it wasn't for him. He has been on a different planet. But that's I the think, only SEC think... guy. That's that's the only other SEC guy out there. Besides yeah. Brock, that has had a, a season worth a damn at the moment that 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 deserves to be in New York for for the consideration. So I think that helps him as well. I still think it's going to be one of the Pac-12 quarterbacks when it's all said and done. I think you'll see one of them really separate themselves this weekend between Bo Nix and, and Michael Penix. Exactly. Like that guy's going to skyrocket. But I also don't think people. I think the difference between go back to Carson and Brock real quick. This is my last point about about this is. Georgia may not get a lot of primetime games this season. We, we, we the, the schedule ain't great, okay? A lot of people ain't watching Georgia football games because they know they're going to beat everyone's ass. Brock, at least, is a known commodity where if you pick it up and you see, hey, Brock had 
10 catches for 120 yards, you're like, yep, mm-hmm. expect that. He's one of the best players out there. True. You look at Carson's line, you're like, oh, it's probably because they, you know, played at some scrub football team. Like, because you, you, you've seen enough of Brock to know how good he is and understand that like, that, that talent matches up with the stat line. And you're probably not really watching Carson to see truly how good of a quarterback he is. So I think Brock will benefit from that as well. And that's what separates him from Carson if you want to give one of the two the vote. Uh, yeah, John, I think Brock probably is the best shot at a non-quarterback New York City invite. I mean, I don't think a Marvin Harrison's putting up the numbers to do so. No, There's a bunch of great receivers like Luther Bird and Malik Neighbors. Are they going to break through? I mean, all three of the guys from Washington. I, I think there's a few easy pathways here. The winner of the Pac-12, that quarterback likely makes it unless like Utah somehow pulls it off. Um, I think if you're Jane Daniels, if you beat Alabama and win the West, I think you get invited. Uh, I think there's a yeah. very good chance you get invited. But if you don't, I don't think you do. I think, um, I, think, I think if he beats Alabama and beats Georgia and continues to put out the stats, I think he wins it. Yes, if he would win the SEC, I think, which again, I do not think is going to happen at all. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I think then he would win it, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Georgia's going to win the SEC, you know, very easily. They look like the best team in the SEC. As I told you yesterday, as inevitable as Alabama looks right now, Alabama is not on Georgia's level. Uh, yeah, Bo Nix, Josh Strickland asked, what do you think of Bo Nix? He is, he him, him or Penix will rise or fall this weekend. And I just talked to Andy Staples about this, and Andy had a great point that's so much fun about this game this weekend. This is not a Big 12 situation where Texas-Oklahoma was awesome, but we think we're probably going to see a rematch. You lose one of these games in the Pac-12, there's a good chance you're eliminated. like Or or there's so much madness that you're probably not going to see a rematch. So this might be the only time that we get to see Oregon-Washington this still, year. I mean, would you still not say these are the two best teams in that league? I think they are. No, I think they like, are. I, I still think like it's not as it's not as clear of a path as the Big Twelve. Like my goodness, both those teams should easily get a rematch in the Big Twelve Championship game. You know, like Oregon has to play Washington State and Utah and USC and Oregon State and Washington has to you know play USC, Utah, Oregon State, Washington. Like they each have four ranked games left. So like yeah, it's going to be tough to 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 win out. But to me, they've they've at least shown us for the first part of the season that they are the top two teams in that league. Like they will be favored going out in all those football games. Yeah, that's fair, but slight favorites. Not like the Big 12, where OU and Texas will be huge favorites. Um, All right, so we're in agreement. I'm calling it out. Brock makes it to New York. I don't think he wins, but I think he makes it to New York. Um, Let's talk about Mario Cristobal. So Miami has to go to Chapel Hill to take on a resurgent... um, North Carolina team right now. But the problem is you could also call Miami resurgent. And, and I'm sure everybody knows what happens this weekend, right? Miami's undefeated. They're on the road. Uh, or excuse me, they're not on the road. They're at home, right? Or is it on the road? No, it's at home. It was in Miami, right? This past weekend was in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. They're in hey, Miami. You, you they're missed, playing Georgia. Tech. my game last night. I, I, I had a slight jab at, at Miami. And my Ooh, what'd you game. say? What'd you say? Well, Liberty was taking a knee because they won the football oh. game. And I just kind of said, you know, if Miami's watching this game, you know, get your notebook out, take some notes. This is how it's done when the game's over. <laughs> just- oh, my God, dude. Okay, so this is what's crazy, though. This is what's crazy is so Miami goes from being undefeated to now losing in what we would agree is probably the worst coaching decision I've ever seen in my life, hands down. Yes. Like you can say, okay, well, Notre Dame had 10 guys on the field for two plays against Ohio State to win the game. True, but that's human error. 
This was a conscious decision of we're going to run the ball. Like th- that, it, it, a conscious choice was made. And what's wild, Aaron, is how much good Mario Cristobal eliminated in one bad choice mm-hmm. because Miami was back. Miami's win over A&M is one of the best in the entire year. A&M's not bad. That's a pretty good football team. Mm -hmm. And they kind of ended up smoking him by the end. And it was a back-and-forth affair. And they ended up winning big. Miami right now, Aaron, you look at the stats. They're the second scoring offense in the ACC. They're the second scoring defense in the ACC. Like, they're getting it done on both sides of the ball. And yet now what we're doing, we're all just clowning them. Mm -hmm. All just clowning them and telling them that they suck because of one just god-awful decision. First off, I, I want to go back. I thought you were referring to the game this past weekend being Miami. Yes, the game for those in the chat. The game this weekend is in North Carolina. It's, it's yeah, it was. Sorry, I was talking about last week. No, the game is yeah, at yeah. UNC this weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just just clarifying for everyone. That's, we, we do know the game is in Chapel Hill this weekend, which is going to be a good one. I'm with you. It's a good Miami football team. Like I, I know it was not their best performance for Georgia Tech, Like, but every elite team this year has had moments like that. Like, you know, Texas versus, versus Wyoming had had moments. They found a way to win the football game. Georgia's well, had some. Wyoming's some, good, some but continue. In my, Wyoming is good. Yes, Wyoming is actually like five and one this year. They would uh, be a playoff team. In, in the 12 team playoff, they would be your group of five team right now. I don't know. Liberty might be. Liberty's undefeated. Oh, okay. You're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Whatever. But Wyoming's point differential is like plus 15 right now. So they're just skating by this entire season, but they're winning football games. So good for them. But they have performed, going back to the main point, like they have played really well. Like they, they have shown, you know, Tyler Van Dyke is, is taking his game to an level. T Bob just sent a chat or, or a message out to the group. He's what, number three when it comes to, <laughs> yeah. to, to PFF grading right now? Yeah. Yeah. And true. that's even after having a bad game for Georgia Tech. That just tells you how good he was to start the football season. So, yeah, Miami seems like they're back. But then there's two problems. One, you have a coach who can't manage the game. And two, for 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 this was the game um for, for Miami where if you bought tickets to the game versus AM, you got a free ticket to the Georgia Tech game. It was a buy one, get one free kind of thing, and it was still empty. It was still empty. Oh, the U doesn't like care. You, They're not gonna care like about UCLA football. I told year. you. It was I told like you UCLA was rolling, yet I would still turn on the tape. And the stadium was empty. Same UCLA has a top three defense in the country this year, and I doubt anyone in Los Angeles knows. Yeah. It's hard for me to fully say a team is back when you have that much momentum, yet your fan base still doesn't give a damn. Like that plays a major role in like the longevity because it was a massive recruiting weekend. There was a lot of top recruits there. I think they Mm. actually did get a big time commitment. But when you're a top recruit and the game ends like that, and you look around and there's no one in the stands. Like, if you want to be truly back, Miami, it it takes everyone to buy in. Everyone. I, and they don't have I, the full buy-in. Until they get it a new stadium. I, I know this is such a, like, a douchey, elitist thing to say. They do. But it does feel like, yeah, look, John says it. They desperately need an on-campus stadium. That would be such a huge help to their program. I, I agree. I've heard it's hard to get to. It's not it enjoyable. Is. Um. And so I, you know, and I've had to apologize to Miami before because I said that you will never be back. But a lot of that was because the fans. I don't think they care, but they don't. We'll see. Uh, does does Cristobal lose the locker room? Is a good question. I think no. that kind of depends on how they feel about Cristobal. If they believe in that guy and they genuinely like him on a player to coach basis, then 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 no, you'll say fuck it and you'll ride with your guy. If they think that 
their coach is kind of a dumbass to begin with, and then this happens, eh, then, you know, you start to grumble, you kind of side-eye, and I mean, I just keep thinking about the player that you tweeted out, Aaron, who's on the sideline, he's got tears in his eyes, and he's looking at the scoreboard, what the fuck are we doing, man? <laughs> like, So, it, it's the same thing with, with Mark Stoops. Does Mark Stoops lose the locker room with his comments? Not if they like Mark Stoops, mm-hmm. but if the players don't, and he's talking about how much better Georgia players are, then maybe it's kind of like, you know what? Fuck this guy. So I, I can't answer if I think Chris Ball loses the locker room or not. What I do think is Miami loses the game in Chapel Hill this weekend, but not because mm. Miami, because UNC's badass, dude. Mm. Mm. UNC's badass. So you don't think it changes your mind at all if, if Miami won that football game last week and they came in undefeated? Hell no. UNC's oh, undefeated. I know. Hell no. UNC's they both got I SEC did. wins. Drake yes. Mays, Tyler Van Dyke and Drake May are both great. Miami's win is uh, far better than, than, than North Carolina's win. I mean, far but better. UNC whooped South Carolina's ass. I know they did, but but far better win what they did. Whatever. The point is, you Drake May hasn't even played that well. He had five no, he times this, four this picks week was, last week, and they were undefeated. Yes, this was this was Drake's first game where you feel like okay, like this is the Drake May that that you know we thought we'd get this year, but and they got Tez Walker back finally, and really got, got its head Walker out of its ass. And I hate to and, say this, but like I hate to pull the whole the whole schedule thing out, but their schedule has been cupcake. This it's season. in Chapel Hill, and Gene Chizik's has given up sub twenty a game. Who have they played? South 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 Carolina. Syracuse, Syracuse is supposed to be good. App State, they give it thirty-four to App State. It's well, but that doesn't count. UNC always gives up a shit ton. Of App State, they allowed forty points in the fourth quarter Minnesota alone sucks. in that game Pittsburgh last year. Or Syracuse had a, a benefit from an easy schedule to start the season. I think I, I do. I listen. I, I okay. I mean, who the fuck is Miami beat? Texas A&M kind of sucks. We can play this game all day. Texas A&M does not suck. Texas they don't suck, suck, but it's whatever. But let's not like let's not crown Miami like they. I think it's gonna be a great just, game. Don't, don't like, even if they didn't lose Georgia Tech, they played shitty against Georgia Tech. UNC okay. has not played shitty all year long. I'll, I'll tell you this. It, for me, I like I like both teams. Both teams have played well on offense. Both teams played well on defense. I think this is a very even matchup. So where do I yes. go? Of course, I go to the quarterback position. Yeah. Who do I trust more in this football game? And there's no doubt in my mind that I trust Drake more. Drake made way more than Tyler Van Dyke. And then yeah. Tyler Van Dyke is... is, is How, why why are we arguing then if we're agreeing I, this entire time? Just to kind of build the suspense a little bit. No one wants to watch two guys just agree it on everything. such a weird misdirect. That was a true <laughs> counter of a take that you just hit me with. You started all the action, fake jet sweep, jab step to the know. right, then came That's back to I, the left of the pulling guard. I covered two triple option teams last night. So, I mean, it's all about the misdirect. It's in my head right now. No, it, it goes to the okay. quarterback spot. Like, Drake... Drake Drake May is is the better of the two. He's been the more over over the length of his career, been the more consistent. Yes, Van Dyke has been better this year, but he's also coming off you know a three interception game this past week versus versus, versus Georgia Tech. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I don't know. His old ways start creeping back up all of a sudden. Where Drake May's coming off of what a four touchdown game. Yeah, to no picks, and now five touchdowns to no picks for the last two games for Drake after kind of struggling. Yeah. Uh, a bit early on, John says acting like a married couple. Good call, Danny Benia. What the hell's wrong with y'all? Uh, I don't know. J Lab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. 
JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Superchargers, headlights, and more eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Aaron, did you already know? I am the proud owner of not one, but two murdered out minivans, black on black on black. You know, we just had the second kid, so we need a little bit something bigger to yeah. get the kids and the dogs around T-Bob, so you got to sell me a little bit more. Bro, I'm telling you, dude, they're incredible. I mean, the the, the amount of room that you have for activities will blow your mind. You've never experienced anything like it. Plus, you've never felt the true joy that comes from ultimate convenience until you have sliding doors with kids in a busy parking lot, okay? Like, you never bump any other cars. They're amazing. There's, like, ways to open the door and the keys. It's like, I can open my doors in 18 different ways, and they slide. The only thing that feels better is not paying a car note. How do you not pay a car note? You extend the life of your vehicle. And that's where eBay Motors comes into play. Yeah, with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, look guys at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want, it's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, all right. What the hell's wrong with Jimbo Fisher? Um, I don't know, Aaron, that there is a better example. So you're you're half Catholic, half Jewish. If y'all don't know, isn't that hilarious? It's crazy. Um, so... 
So, so you are familiar with uh, the idea of purgatory, right? Kind of stuck between heaven and hell. Never, you know, mm-hmm. not eternal life, but not eternal pain either, yeah. but not eternal life. I don't know that there's a better example of college football purgatory than what Texas A&M fans are experiencing mm. right now and have experienced over the past 10 years. Like I know five and seven last year was awful, but that's as close to being awful as you're probably going to get in the Jimbo era. Like this year is probably more representative of who you're going to be under the Jimbo Fisher, which is pretty good. Yep. But I don't know if you're maybe even like borderline great, but never championship worthy. Mm. And I don't know what the out is because the buyout 70 mil right now, 60 mil the next, 50 the next. So it's like if you wanted to get to a point where it's even palatable, you got to wait four to five years. Do you have yeah. that sort of patience? Can you justify paying somebody 50 it ain't gonna not get to better. work? It ain't What's the difference better. between 70 and 50? I mean, yeah. it ain't it's better. awful. This is this is this roster this year is is like they've reached the top of the mountain. Like this is as good as it's gonna get for Jimbo. You've you've had elite recruiting classes. Maybe you could say, hey, next year that 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 amazing class we had what a season ago, they'll be junior. So maybe next year we'll give them another opportunity to see if that class can save them now that they're you know three years in the system. But you have four and five star guys, you have the best facilities in America, you have NIL through the wazoo. You have an incredible stadium. You have a, an incredible fan base. Like there's nothing that AM wants or needs at all. Yet they continue to underachieve year in and year out. It will not get better than what it is right now, sadly, because you have everything and you still can't manage it well. You know it's crazy? In in a classic purgatorial faction. And Brum, just let me know when we have Aaron in our uh chat and we can welcome him in. But in a classic purgatorial fashion, I think AM wins this weekend. I, I think AM goes on the road I in Neyland. The only thing that gives me pause is that Tennessee's coming up a bye week. We're going to break uh, this down tomorrow. Don't don't peek too soon now. Okay, chill out. But oh boy, it's, it's simple though. Soon. It's two sentences. Nobody in the conference averages allowing less than three yards a carry, save for AM. Great run defense. Yes. No one averages more than six yards a carry. Save for Tennessee. Great rush offense. That said, after watching what AM did at uh, Alabama, I, I like I'll take AM in that battle. So it's weird. It's not a disaster in College Station. Yep. I think they're gonna go on the road to get a very big win um this weekend, but it's it's there's always there's just gonna be always something holding you back. I don't but mm-hmm. this but it, I, I mentioned now this has been AM for 50 fucking years. Yeah. This has been AM since Bear Bryant left. They have they have all the geographical economic buy in the buy ins unparalleled. Nobody has more buy in than A and M. We all make fun of them for being cultists, and yeah, they can't figure it out. All right, right now we got another special live guest. It is my distinct pleasure. God, I'm so used to seeing that face on Saturday, just all day, every day, and here he is <laughs> on my show. What a moment, Aaron Taylor. Two-time All-American for the Irish back in the day. A Lombardi Trophy winner in college that would later go on to win a Lombardi in the NFL. Mm. How about that? And now you see him on CBS all the time. Aaron, what's up, man? Thank you so much for joining us here on Snaps. Man, I'm ready to party, T-Bob. You know what I'm saying? Damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, look, keeping that thing on him. Also, uh, I remember that that was in New Orleans that year, wasn't it? Little yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. thirty-one. Were you even born then? 
I was, I was, I was, I was, I remember because I grew up in Atlanta when my old man went to the Falcons, but then we left and he was going to the game with some people. And so, yeah, we flew back to Louisiana. I remember watching it on TV. I was a big front runner as a kid. So I was a, uh, I was a huge Packers fan. And then I was like a huge Broncos fan a year later. <laughs> but, but, yeah, and then no, I really was, like New England. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I think, I think I finally gotten out of it after, uh, after that. But Aaron, what's up? Hey, big game in South Bend this week. And I got to ask you this about the Irish up front. This has been, I mean, this is a, a just a grind that they have been all the way back to going to Ireland mm-hmm. to start the season, a Raleigh game that had crazy fucking weather delays that lasted forever. Uh, on the you know, at home against Ohio State battle, on the road, Duke battle, road Louisville, and now USC. What's, what, what are you getting out of the kind of energy levels of the team and the program right now? I'm getting that they better buckle their junk because this is the third <laughs> undefeated ranked team that they're mm. playing in a row. Mm. And it's hard, boys. You know how hard it is to peak once and get it done. But to try to do that again and to do that again, you sprinkle in a loss there after the emotional highs and lows. And this would be one of Marcus Freeman's toughest coaching jobs because of that. Now, with that said, I think they bounce back licked their wounds. They ran into a buzzsaw. Jeff Brom hats off to what it is he's doing. But I think Notre Dame matches up well with USC. I think they'll see that on tape, and that'll help to kind of give them some confidence to turn the page. The playoff dreams are over. It's over. Yeah, it's Maybe next year with two losses, but not this year. But you resurrect the hell out of your season if you can beat a top 10 ranked uh, undefeated USC team to kind of kick you down the road and have some a better bowl position and feel good about where you're developing as a program. So it's interesting. I had the Liberty game last night, Aaron, and, and that was something talking to the coaching staff. Like, man, being a part of a conference, there's something to fight for. Mm-hmm. No matter how the season's going, there's always a thought in my mind that we can make it to a conference championship possibly, and there isn't that for Notre Dame. And now you are out of the playoffs because this team was kind of saying being the season, hey, we got Sam Hartman. That was the missing piece. We're going to be a contender. But now they're not. How is it being an independent team knowing that there is nothing to really fight for at the end of the season? There's no trophy to really go out there and grit. It, it's different, but it, it was that way with me. I mean, T-Bob, you was talking about A&M and who they are. I played them in the Cotton Bowl two years in a row, mm-hmm. and you're absolutely right. Like, the more things change, the more they stay the same in college football. So going back to the early 90s when I was on campus in South Bend, it was the same thing. We had one goal, and that was to win the national championship. When we knew Holtz, our ass didn't have to be the best team. <laughs> we just have to be the best team in the stadium every Saturday, and then one day, we're going to wake up and be national champions. Watch out, dude. Ryan Day's about to come burst into the wall and come try to beat Where, your Where's ass. Ryan Day? Where's Ryan Day? I'm tough. <laughs> yeah, let an 85-year-old man talk shit to me and it's on. Oh, baby. Let's go. Um, yeah, well, you know, Aaron, I would say this, like 12 team playoffs should change that for Notre Dame. Oh yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they, they, like if this was 12 team playoff year, Notre Dame would be as alive as anybody in the country. And I'm with you, Aaron. I looked at this game and my instinct was to be like, Notre Dame should be tired. And well, Caleb Williams overwhelmed me. But then I'm like, wait a second, hold up. I've seen this before. What happens to Lincoln Riley's team when they play somebody with some defensive toughness? Like, what happens to Lincoln Riley's team when they play a Utah that wants to run the ball and hit you in the fucking mouth? Mm-hmm. Like, we see it every time. And so at a certain point, yeah, I got to trust what I'm seeing. I love Notre Dame's defense. I love their rushing attack. I think Estime is going to pop off against this soft. And plus, 
What happens when you get LA kids in the Midwest in 50 degree rainy weather? They don't know what to do. Did you see him spray an old boy with the little Orkin bug sprayer while they're catching punts? Like, oh I, I, I think this is an awful spot for SC. Yeah, I live in Southern California, T-Bob, so we shut down schools when it gets <laughs> below 55 degrees. We just don't know what to do with ourselves. And God forget, but forbid that it sprinkles because we lose our minds with that as well. It's going to be a beautiful fall day. It, it is one of the iconic games, especially on the campus there at Catholic Disneyland. But again, that matchup that you, you mentioned, as good as USC has been, you take Caleb Williams off that team, they're a 500 mm -hmm. team. They're three and three. Mm -hmm. yep. So we saw yep. it against Arizona, the late game heroics. I mean, we're crushing Mario Cristobal and deservedly so for the way that the end of that Miami-Georgia Tech game went last mm -hmm. week and just kneel the damn ball. USC almost lost that game twice. Yeah. Once yeah. thrown it on first down for Caleb Williams, then the fumble because he wanted to pull it. It was probably a give read, and then they muffed the snap for the field goal that would have gave them the win and said it was tied and went to triple overtime. So that's not a smooth operation. So you've given up 40-plus points to the last two teams you played. Notre Dame's certainly good enough to do that, 28 in the, in the, in the regulation. But the defense you mentioned, I think, for the Irish, this is a week for them to, to bounce back. They can rush the passer. They have some people on the outside that can cover up in man coverage. And I think you get back to establishing the line of scrimmage, and that defense – uh, can be run on. People have yep. proven that, and I, I think that's yes. where Notre Dame will lean this week. I, I want to go to the chat real quick. Uh, Turner Young with two great, great lines. He goes, Catholic Disneyland, question mark. That sounds pretty dangerous for boys under the age of 18. Uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, Aaron's Catholic. What type? Aaron's Catholic. Sorry, what type of show did you bring me on to, bro? <laughs> we get a little wild on here. Okay, okay. Right. Uh, next, next, next thing from Turner Young goes, T-Bob talking about how Miami is irrelevant nowadays. Notre Dame is the same exact Not way. at all. We just talk about nobody not, shows up to at Miami games. Are you kidding this. me? I'm, I'm not asking you this. I want to throw oh, sorry. it to my bad. My bad. Aaron Taylor. We have a guest here. That's a Notre Dame. I'm going to let him defend <laughs> Notre Dame, not you. Treat defend your company Notre right, Dame in, in the brand. Defend the brand, AT. There's nothing to defend. It's the most iconic brand with the national fan base in this sport. And it's proven by its independence. Now, I'm not saying the product is comparable with what we've seen come out of the SEC, the Big Ten, and the ACC with Clemson over the last couple of decades. In fact, it's been the opposite. There's still a big gap, and we need to close it. But if you're talking about eyeballs and economics, Notre Dame's who you want. It's how we've been able, we, because I'm with Notre Dame winner tie, uh, yeah. it's how we've been able to maintain our independence and have our own dedicated TV network. And we're about to break the bank when we renegotiate with NBC because the only appointment television that exists now on the linear or cable world is live sports. And Notre Dame's an entity because of World War II and mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the newsreels that happened before the movies it created all these Subway alumni. So the relevancy in terms of the on-the-field product and playing in the playoff, yeah, I'll give you that. Marcus Freeman's job is to get us back to where that point is. But in terms of interest and eyeballs, man, you put Notre Dame in the octagon with anybody, and it's going to be mm -hmm. your highest-rated game. I mean, look, I I, I, I I have a feeling Marcus Freeman's going to get Notre Dame back to being 12-team playoff participants uh, more often but, than but not. But if that happens, T-Bob, we've got to be able to count to 11 before we can get to the 12-team playoff, you know? Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring that up. I mean, Aaron, you would have stopped him, mm. you know?
You like they, well, they almost did still. They ran right to where the guy was. And they went, oh, oh. And almost got it. The only thing that makes me feel better is that Florida played with 13 and couldn't stop Kentucky's ass. <laughs> pretty good about what we're doing. <laughs> At least you don't want to stop a, a team look. with 10. Way better look. I, I want to go to Sam Hartman, AT. It, what have you seen from, from him that gives you confidence that he's – He's got it, like that leadership factor, the, 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 the guy that we brought in this offseason to be our QB to lead you in the second half of the season. I want a moment of silence for the bearded Messiah. Yeah. Anytime oh. we whisper his name, the bearded <laughs> Messiah has cometh, the best that a quarterback can buy. When it's, it says right there in, in Hartman 4th and 16 that mm-hmm. when thou need a playeth, <laughs> Sam Hartman will deliver it. And that's what he did, man. He, he's the best quarterback we've had on campus since at mm-hmm. least Brady Quinn. And as good looking mm-hmm. as Brady is, his ass ain't as good looking as Sam Hartman. Sam mm-hmm. got that beard and that hair. And Bats. I'm a happily married man of 15 years. But Sam Hartman, <laughs> he got it going on. But more than that, he's a guy that showed up on campus and was humble. But he took a leadership role right away because of the way that he conducted himself. He's a pro's pro. He's first guy in, last guy out, thinking about everybody, looks them in their eye, holds doors open for people. And oh, by the way, threw 70 plus touchdowns over the last couple of years. And it took him to week seven to throw his first interception. Unfortunately, through three against a pretty good Louisville team. But nonetheless, it, it's he's the difference maker. And like we're seeing in college football with the elevation of the quarterback position specifically, it can hide a lot of warts. And we just haven't had that gunslinger back there that can deliver it. Now, the next step for us is to have those elite receivers. We saw Clemson have it. We've seen Ohio State have it. We've seen Alabama have it. Used to be corners and D-line, right? So it kind of moves about what your roster needs to look like to have success. Look at the success that Georgia's had recently and what they're doing with Brock Bowers and, you know, the the highest grossing insurance salesman in the country with the quarterback they had last year. <laughs> Maybe actually selling insurance and he doesn't get things together. Good luck yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like like Sam's the real deal, man. He's easy yeah. to root for. You, you put the tape on, it looks pretty damn good. And it just we ran into a buzzsaw last week. He he looks like Prince Eric, but like a more rugged, manly version of Prince Eric. Greg says, are we going to talk about how excellent AT's voice is? I mean, it really is just simply incredible. All right, I'll, I'll get you out on, on, on this one. And we're just going to go very generic because you cover all college football every single Saturday like we talked about. We're halfway through the season, which is a huge bummer. Um, I'm constantly assaulted by Georgia fans and Aaron when I say that. I don't think Georgia's going to win the national championship. Who you got, A.T.? Right now, halfway through, who are you calling to lift that trophy at the end of it all? We talked about this on our show last night inside college football, and the question was Georgia, Michigan, or the field? And I said the field. Michigan's suffering from ain't played nobody. They've got a couple tough games in November. There's no question about that. Georgia, I'm playing the odds. Are, are they the best eye test team right now? Absolutely. But the pressure starts to mount. We've seen them play down to the level of their opponent. I just wonder if some point it gets to be too much. Saban couldn't do it. Maybe Kirby can, but you got to go all the way back to the 30s in Minnesota. For the last time there was a three-time-in-a-row repeat at the national champion, I just think it's less likely because of those odds than it is for it to happen this year. 
in the Pac-12 is really, really interesting. Yeah. Oklahoma mm -hmm. made a loud-ass statement against Texas last weekend. Mm -hmm. So this season has the feeling where it's not going to be chalk. It's going to be something different. Who are the four in the playoff right now? If anybody says they think they have an idea about that, their ass is lying because none mm -hmm. of us do. It's mm -hmm. going to be one of the most exciting Novembers we've ever had. And my guess is when it's in the middle to late January and we're watching the national championship game, neither Michigan or Georgia will be there. Whoa. Love to. We need an answer, though. You still didn't answer. You said Georgia took the field. He took the field. I'm taking the field. What? I'm taking the field. I think Washington could be there. Oregon could be there. Ohio State. I still think Texas could be there. I still think Texas can be there. I don't know. Texas folded, man. It was like they were trying to live off their Alabama win. Oklahoma out physical like they that did. hit on the goal line they for did. that interception that was the moment it's like mm. that's it that's no, the moment was they, score from like. the, they couldn't score from the one yard line was the moment that that was three times was mark times. cameron yeah like, yeah those, they, are, they, those are your boys the red zone's been their problem all right. season and it showed up in big moments and you got to have it that it's offensive right line was pretty good kyle flood yeah. does a great job they got punked yeah they did uh let's go huskies I'm rolling. I'm rolling with my boys out of Washington all year long. He is Aaron Taylor. Catch him on CBS. I mean, you already know. I don't have to tell you, obviously. All-American, Super Bowl champion. Aaron, you're the man, dude. Thank you so much for joining us here on Snaps today. Appreciate it, guys. I want the spelling bee in fourth grade at Indian Valley Elementary. Nobody oh, ever mentioned that. But I, I, I lost in fourth grade right. on the word memoir. I'll never forget. I was pissed. What? And spelled it M E M W A R. I had never even heard of memoir. I don't even know what a memoir was. I don't even know what yeah, it was. Okay. I never even heard the word brain. before. I tried to sound it out. All right, Aaron. French take it easy, man. All right, boys. Thanks, Aaron. Later. Oh, that's actually a really good joke. French for memoir. <laughs> um, ooh, ooh, all you Georgia fans. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? Taking the field? Mm. All you yelling at me about Michigan, AT said, fuck you and I Michigan. Love, I, love, I, love, I love the fact he still didn't give us a team. Like you asked what team, and he said the field. or not No, but, but that's actually probably a better way to frame it, though, because that no, is more I realistic. Who's Like he the said, there's a handful. Team. It's like I said the other day. There's a handful of teams that I think could I'm beat hoping, Georgia. This is going to be the craziest November that we've ever been a part of. So make sure you're with Snaps every single day. Like, subscribe. <laughs> Because we'll be bringing the look, best damn content. Look at Brum. He actually typed in the chat instead of the uh, – he typed in the YouTube chat instead of our StreamYard chat. Let's wrap. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I agree. We'll save wow, – uh, we'll that's, save that's, when, that's, when, that's when you know Brum really wants us to wrap. He goes straight to the YouTube chat. Hey, boys. Uh, get your ass And then we will um, – we will – we'll do the top 10 PFF quarterbacks tomorrow. I apologize, John. We'll do that tomorrow. And uh, we need to lead it. Let's wrap. I know. Be being funny. <laughs> and uh, then tomorrow's also going to be our preview show. Yep. I mean, a ton of great games to preview this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, we obviously kind of touched on Notre Dame. Uh, why am I trying to do this off the top of my head? Um, whatever. It or was Washington, uh, A&M, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Auburn, LSU, if we want to. UNC, UNC Miami. Game, UNC Miami. Look at that, dude. Turner State. Young's named me an honorary UW legend. Fuck yeah, bro. Mm -hmm. I've been rolling with the Huskies all day long. This motherfucker's trying to go horns up. I'm going ears up. Woo! Go Ducks. All right, y'all. Have a great day. Remember, please, if you want to help out, um, 
Oh my God, I'm such an idiot. It was, yeah, it wasn't Ron Perlman. It was Mickey Rourke in Sin City that beat the Yellow Bastard to a pulp. Duh. It's like the coolest role that Mickey Rourke's ever played. Marv. I actually tried my first ever cigarette because of Marv smoking cigarettes, which is like a great example of how Hollywood does actually uh, influence you to do things like that. I never, I was 18 years old and never smoked a cigarette in my life. Mm. And I watched Sin City and I was like, you know what? That seems fun. And then I tried it and I was like, well, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I kind of like him now, but only, only on Saturdays, only during the game. But whatever. I'm, I'm. Uh, let's go. Y'all have a great day. We love you. Huge thank you to Ryan Brumley, uh, Pat Gunther, Danny Cardenas, Chris Tran, Christian Hunter, Adam Gracia. Uh, massive thank you to everybody who hangs out with us, likes the show, watch the show, and uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow every day on YouTube, one Eastern, noon Central. Come chill, like and subscribe to the channel. The road to seven K continues, and we'll see you tomorrow. First snaps preview show. Love y'all. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.